Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On display tonight was so stark. I mean, those lights that are that are just shooting out from the Lincoln Memorial uh, along the reflecting pool. It, it, I look; it's like almost uh, extensions of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. Numb nuts. How do wow. you like that? Pull your pants up. It's like Joe Biden's arms embracing America. Oh, for goodness sake. Also on cable news last night. I don't want to hear that about Trump or or Biden or anybody. New York Times editor said, I have chills watching Biden's plane come in. Way to speak truth to power. (laughs) That's why you got into journalism, right? Told the the powerful to account. I have chills. Well, I I think it was was a Joy Reid on CNN was talking to Pelosi, and she ended It's always such an honor. It's such an honor to talk to you. No. We need no. to get rid yeah. of that. No, yeah, no, no, don't, no, don't ever say that to a politician. Oh, <laughs> that's no, disgusting. It, it is my honor to hold your feet to the fire, politician. That that is what's going on here. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, I uh, I hope we can get there someday. Public um, servant. The public is the servant now. Time to turn that around. Um. So, uh, should Joe Biden say, "So help me God." Um, progressive.org, which is a libertarian sort of thingy, um, said, leave God out of the presidential oath. And when I first saw this retweeted by a friend of ours who's an atheist, I thought, hey, I know that's the right direction you swing. I don't mind the president saying so. Oh my God, in fact, I like it. Um, but I didn't know this. 
The Constitution is often, I'm reading from Progressive.org, the Constitution is often deliberately vague and open to interpretation, but in the case of the presidential oath, it's pretty explicit. The president-elect, it says in the Constitution, quote, shall take the following oath or affirmation. I do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of the President of the United States and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Period. That's it. The popular edition, So Help Me God, is not there. It never was, and the nation's first 26 presidents did not say it. Omitting God from the oath, it turns out, was no accident. The founders deliberated the language at the Constitutional Convention in 1787, a deliberation that is mirrored in the first bill Congress passed under the Constitution and the first bill President George Washington signed into law. As originally drafted, that law proposed congressional oaths with clauses reading, in the presence of Almighty God, and so help me God, but both were edited out by the lawmakers, um, and that has been the tradition. The spoken words have been as deliberate as the written words. We know that Washington didn't add the words to the oath, despite the um, a legend of Washington Irving, the author, um, but plenty of eyewitnesses who were there on the balcony where he took the oath say he did not say that. Um, blah, 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 like so much U.S. mythology, including blah, 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 script that part. Um, they go through the whole trying to prove that Washington didn't say it because that's what a lot of people hang their their hat on. But it's definitely known that the next twenty five did not. How did we start saying "So help me God"? Then you can blame Chester A. Arthur as you can for so many things. Oh boy! The first gladly re- the first <laughs> the first reliable contemporaneous account of any president saying "So help me God" at the end of the oath comes nearly a century after the country's founding, at Chester A. Arthur's public inauguration in 1881. Arthur was all ac- actually already president. He'd taken the oath immediately after learning that James Garfield, who had been shot by an assassin, had died. I didn't realize that Garfield hung around for 10 weeks yeah. before he died. Yeah. That'd be a heck of a situation. Can you imagine that in the modern era? No. Oh, constitutional That's crisis. when you'd use the 25th Amendment, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Chet Arthur gave no inaugural address, by the way, because it was uh, only the death of Garfield that got him the gig. But so he was there uh, foul play suspected. Yes, he was shot. Okay, <laughs> but so he was officially president and and took the oath. But for the second public oath, Chief Justice um, uh, read the oath, and Arthur didn't repeat it verbatim. Instead of replying simply "I will," so help me God, we wouldn't hear those words in a presidential oath for another twenty eight years before somebody said it in public, um, with Taft. But then it's kind of caught on. I don't mind it, but I do think it's interesting that it is not part of the deal and wasn't part of the deal for a very long time. Mm. I guarantee you, Joe Biden, as a practicing Catholic who went to Mass this morning um, and with tradition will say, so help me God. Um, I don't think it really does any harm, but I don't worry about these things. I don't either. Remember, we used to we used to interview. There's a guy kind of famous nationally was trying to get in, in God we trust off the money. Yeah, and he lived locally, so we would have him on the air fairly yeah, regularly. We called him Pitta Pig, Pain in the Ass Pledge Guy, because <laughs> he spent his entire life railing against the under God in the pledge. And then he moved on to in God we trust on the money and all sorts uh-huh. of stuff. His case actually got up. Was it the Supreme Court or oh, no. darn close to it? Um. Uh, you become president, and if if somebody dies, you be the vice president becomes president automatically. I remember that right from reading the uh, the Lyndon Johnson book. He was president as soon as Kennedy was dead. Mm-hmm. Taking the oath is a you know 
a thing you do, but you're president. You don't become president because of the oath. Yes. This is the point. Yes. And Biden becomes president at noon today, no matter what he says. And if you are just tuning in, we discussed the idiotic discussion on cable news and elsewhere about with Trump not there, the nuclear football, the codes, how will they be transferred? Easily. They change they change the password at noon. Same as when you get a new credit card, pretty much. Yeah, there you go. As soon as you activate it, the old one's dead. That was amazing. <laughs> and as I said, it's not like the president has a nuclear gun that he shoots the missiles out of, and you got to hustle it to the new guy. It's not the way it works. There's Kamala Harris, at least dressed as a grown-up for the inauguration, and not in her dungarees and Converse tennis shoes, like what? I see so often. Why are you? What? What? She's wearing purple, Jack, a color that's long symbolized the <laughs> not checking the Constitution for king or queen. Nope, those words ain't in there. I see those Too lights. Much I see those lights along the mall as Joe Biden's arms reaching out and <laughs> hugging America. Extensions of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. Smell. I see the Washington Monument as Joe Biden smelling America's hair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the trees along the Capitol are swaying as if they're trying to get away from his uncomfortably long embrace like some poor 12-year-old girl at a ceremony. Oh, jeez. Oh, that was uncalled for. What? But I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. Oh, no. Is he going to bring his apology chain into the Oval Office? Yeah, see, even if at the end of the oath he starts into the Corn Pop story, it's he's still president. Wow. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. That would wow. make me so happy. He could start talking about Corn Pop. At the end of the oath, he could say, boy, I sure miss Regis Philbin. He could say whatever he wants. <laughs> I said, hey, Esther. He could say that. <laughs> I wonder if at the end of his term he'll pardon Corn Pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We uh, went over a bunch of Trump's pardons and commutations, and some of them are real head-scratchers. I just don't get it. Lil Wayne. Thank God, Lil Wayne. Crooks. I mean, just why are you pardoning crooks? But I don't every know. president does it if they're mm-hmm. supporters or friends or whatever. Or some friend says, hey, this, he's a good dude. He made a mistake. Come on. Come on. And I don't doubt that that's the case sometimes. I think Duncan Hunter is just a freaking lying crook. Yeah, and I don't understand why he would get pardoned. But anyway, um, I, I think some people probably do. He wrapped you know, himself in the flag, then stole. I don't appreciate it. Right. I. I. But I get the whole. You turn your life around. You know. Blah 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 blah. But, oh, but and there, then but he threw his wife under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's lots of people that turn their lives around and uh, you know wish they hadn't done it and are better people and all the things that that you want. But they don't know the president or or somebody who knows the president. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to dig up the founding fathers and say, "Hey, the whole pardon power. What do you have in mind?" Uh, there probably is there something in the Federalist Papers or the um, the debates that were recorded. I don't know. I swear I've read it before, and it, and, I, and my memory is it made sense when I read it of why you would want that power. Mm. Uh yeah. I I suppose if you're the chief law enforcement officer and and. and Although, no, the courts are a separate branch. Hey, do you have any word on this? I can't believe this is not more discussed. Is an impeachment trial of the United States, former United States president, starting tomorrow or not? How do we not know this? Uh, the lefty channels are assuming it's going to happen. The conservative channels are, are asking the lefties, why are you doing this, and are you doing this, and but, they won't answer. But, I heard Eric Swalwell the other day. He's one of the, the uh, managers, the House managers. He wouldn't answer any questions. But as far as you know, is it starting tomorrow? 
the trial of uh, Donald Trump? I don't. I can't prove a negative. I don't. I don't know that it's not. Do you know, uh, Sean? Have you come across? I, this I don't know tomorrow, but it is going to happen. I the uh, we get um, where that. Let's see. It's got. And that's fine. I, if I'm a Democrat, I think I would rather that they didn't. And, and Joe Biden got to, you know, start the, his presidency with all the attention. But anyway, um, I'm just surprised it isn't discussed more. It's a pretty damn big deal. Let me be clear. There will be an impeachment trial in the United States Senate. There will be a vote on convicting the president for high crimes and misdemeanors. Uh, uh, and if the president is convicted, there will be a vote on barring him from running again a uh, point of order mr uh, soon-to-be majority leader i can hear your saliva your mic is too hot you're too close to it i can hear your spit could you please back away from the mic it's gross it's wet <laughs> it's, it's too wet. Dr- it's like weirdly sticky and dry i think so i'm, I'm reading about the uh, the constitutional power to uh, to pardon and nobody really has uh, a good Good rationale for it. I'm sure it's there. Um, here's the headline. U.S. presidential pardons, a potted history of a shabby convention. Mm. It is a shabby convention. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The pardon power in the original intent, according to the Brookings Institution. Jack, I'll bring you that fascinating insight coming okay. up. Potted if indeed history. it turns out to be a fascinating what? Potted history indeed. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a British paper. <laughs> I don't even know what um, that means. The, it's not a compliment. Uh, Joe Biden and his uh, wife, the doctor. Oh, look, she just stopped and fixed somebody's broken leg. Joe wife and his uh, doctor wife are... Uh, lady, lady, out. lady. <laughs> walking out, and that whole thing is going to happen. Dr. Biden. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Shutting down free and open debate violates our core values and most enduring traditions. In America, we don't insist on absolute conformity or enforce rigid orthodoxies and punitive speech codes. We just don't do that. America is not a timid nation of tame souls who need to be sheltered and protected from those with whom we disagree. That's not who we are. It will never be who we are. That's really good. And as often happened, Trump was great when it was too late. So Trump with a uh, a pre-written teleprompter sort of speech that he released yesterday, um, that was his final uh, official words, and then... He did kind of an ad-lib thing earlier today, right before he got on the plane. Um, but that's it. That's he it, would, folks. He would have been reelected big league if not for COVID. Everybody knows that. A friend of mine pointed out first debate. He could have survived COVID were it not for the first debate. Possibly. Um, it was close enough. And, yeah. and, and so even if he loses, what if he had gone with, you know, uh, Admitting he lost, saying, you know, just going with a, even with all of the media against us and all the lies and everything out there, we got 75 million votes. We are a hell of a movement and we've got, we've got more to say. You know, if he just kind of with a kind of that attitude, mm-hmm. 
Um, well, yeah, it would have certainly changed the recent events. Well, obviously. And then what would that have meant for his future? I mean, just completely changed where, I mean, everybody'd be thinking he is going to be hard to stop as opposed to the way it's being discussed now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Well, he's, his, uh, as I said earlier, uh, his greatest strength is he doesn't give a damn, and his greatest yep. weakness is he doesn't give a damn. Yeah, it was so helpful to be able to say, no, we're moving the, we're going to move the capital to Jerusalem. I said but, I was going to do it, and I'm going to do it. Historically, people can I don't give a crap what <laughs> what group, various right. groups like it or don't like this it. This will That's upset what we're gonna... the blah, blah, blah. No, I said I was going to do it. Yeah. You said you were going to do it. I'm going to do it. It was great. Starting from great. day one. Remember, it was four years ago, probably today or tomorrow, that he called the leader of Taiwan or something. And everybody wanted to cry, oh, no, you have to call China first. You can't call Taiwan first. Say, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I agree. Who cares? And that amounted to not a hill of beans. Right. Right. Uh, may I hear clip 44, please, Sean? This is, a, again, from the president's address to the nation released yesterday. The greatest danger we face is a loss of confidence in ourselves a loss of confidence in our national greatness. A nation is only as strong as its spirit. We are only as dynamic as our pride. We are only as vibrant as the faith that beats in the hearts of our people. No nation can long thrive that loses faith in its own values, history, and heroes, for these are the very sources of our unity and our vitality. What has always allowed America to prevail and triumph over the great challenges of the past has been an unyielding and unashamed conviction in the nobility of our country and its unique purpose in history. We must never lose this conviction. We must never forsake our belief in America. The key to national greatness lies in sustaining and instilling our shared national identity. That means focusing on what we have in common, the heritage that we all share, that's really good stuff, and one of the reasons so many people voted for Trump both times is that he said out loud, I love this country and I love the American people, as opposed to the near-constant message from the left, this is a racist country, it's an evil country, I hate this country, and I am in contempt of most of its people. Some of you are still fighting the election, I like this text. Uh, I don't know who it came from. I know it's overdue, but I want to congratulate Biden on his victory, Lance Armstrong on winning the Tour de France, and Lori Laughlin's kid for getting to Stanford. (laughs) (laughs) I don't agree. I just think it's a funny way to handle it. That is really, really funny. (laughs) Good stuff. Yeah, the president's address last night, it's worth seeking out, or or yesterday, it was pre-taped, but it was really good. It was outstanding, honestly. Uh, Biden is uh, uh, yet to be officially sworn in and speak uh, 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 as we air air this. Um, Somebody just texted, has anybody made sure there aren't ducks and geese that are going to drown out his (laughs) inaugural address? (laughs) Like his various attempts at Zoom campaigning. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious! When's Kamala get sworn in? Kamala, sorry. They do. That was racist. They do that first. Is the yeah. president last? Yes. Okay. It's like, uh, you know, she have a brief, you lead up to the headlining band. She have a brief period of time there where if Trump had a heart attack, Kamala Harris would be president. Because she's been sworn in. Pence is not the guy anymore. You got that little overlap gap in there, and that'd be pretty crazy. I'm not sure that's right. No, she takes the oath, but she's not the veep till the prez is the prez. Gotcha. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In a recent interview, former FBI Director James Comey said that he does not believe President Trump should be prosecuted for his role in this month's attack on the Capitol. And I, for one, think that's wrong. Interviewing James Comey, I mean. Famously known for terrible instincts. (laughs) Um... That's interesting. I hadn't heard that James Comey said that. He doesn't think Trump should be prosecuted for that. Mm. Um, one of my favorite lawyer podcasts, uh, Advisory Opinions, that comes from the Dispatch, their two lawyers on there disagreed over whether or not Trump met the legal definition. You don't, you don't have to. The legal definition of inciting a riot. One thought clearly did, one thought clearly didn't. So, um, you know, it's not a clear-cut case by any means whatsoever. Interesting. Jack, I'm checking the schedule. Lady Gaga... Has arrived at the door. What is she ready to sing yet? I see the Marine Band playing. Lady Gaga is going to play the na- sing the national anthem. Do we want to hear that? No, she's a very talented singer. <laughs> I, I understand that, but uh, it's, it's, it's the national anthem of our nation. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't think we need to hear it. Department of Redundancy. I don't think I don't think we need to hear it. But how about uh, right after that, J Lo does comes. Her thing. I want to see what she's wearing. I am kind of interested in what she wears to an inauguration. A gigantic flouncy red skirt. Okay, it's, it's um, ginormous. It's sort of, novelty size. What sort of bird is that on her shoulder? It's there? like a cowboy hat you'd wear to Mardi Gras. What is what is that dress? And she does appear to have a fowl on her head or something. <laughs> Or on her chest. She's got a bird on her shoulder? Not a real one. It's some sort of a... But it's huge, though. Can can you give us just a... When it starts, I I would like to hear just a little bit of it. But I don't want to make everybody listen to, you know, two and a half minutes of the National Anthem. It's a good song and all, but... Oh, here she goes. More or less. Is that a... That does appear to be a bird on her shoulder. It's the uh, bird of peace. It's the dove of peace or something or other. I realize her brand is look at me, look at me, look at me, but not for the national anthem. No. No. All right. Michael, can you bring up the tube or no? Just a little. There we go. Okay, so she seems to be going with a traditional version, which is uh, appropriate for this sort of thing. Yeah. Is she actually singing or is it recorded? It's recorded, I'll bet. Because you wouldn't want to take a chance on the mic going funky. Looks like she's singing she live to me. Looks live to me. Made a career of lip syncing. She's a professional singer. What do you mean you wouldn't want to take a risk? If you can't sing for two minutes live, then you shouldn't be up there. It's the first fraud of the Biden administration. I call for an impeachment. Impeach! Impeach! She lip syncs. No, I don't think she is, actually. Okay, we can take it it's down. It's got a nice stately feel yeah. to it. I feel uncomfortable talking over the national anthem because I stand and put my hand over my heart and all that sort of stuff. Do you but... hear one of our women's soccer players is uh, being lit up on social media for standing for the national anthem in a foreign country? That's how far we've gone down Crazyville. So um, I was just looking up because I was trying to confirm the date and I knew it was close. First of all, yesterday was the one-year anniversary. My theme here, I have to have a theme for everything I do. It's like writing a term paper. My theme is how much changed in one year that nobody saw coming. It might be the all-time winner, maybe outside of Pearl Harbor. I don't know. That was even somewhat expected. Mm. Um, Nobody saw any of this coming at all. One year ago yesterday, the first COVID case hit the United States, and... um, you know, obviously nobody thought it would be what it is today. If I might interject, I heard an interview with the nurse who took care of him, who was in charge of that first case, and uh, she told the story. Essentially, the guy felt pretty tired and not great for a while, but then he got better and they turned him loose. And they were planning a like celebratory cocktail hour or dinner or something that they'd gotten through it in the isolation. Nobody else had caught it, and it's over. They were going to have a celebration that the COVID thing was over. So you got that, which nobody saw this coming because it's never happened before. Um, and we're almost exactly one year out from the Iowa caucuses, which were next week will be the year anniversary of that. And Joe Biden was expected to do poorly, and he did do poorly. He finished fourth. I'm looking at the results here. He finished fourth in Iowa, damn near finished fifth, just edged out Amy Klobuchar to be fifth in Iowa. He then went on to get trounced in New Hampshire and beaten by 30 points in Nevada. Not so a joke. There was nobody. I mean, his his political obituary was written, laminated, hodgepodged, and put in the vault. It was over. Yeah. 
So a year ago, nobody saw the pandemic coming to the extent that it did, and nobody expected Joe Biden to be the nominee, let alone win the presidency. If you were so inclined, you could probably find tape of me saying, look, it's over. He's never gotten 2%. He's not getting it now. Look, at he's gotten murdered in all of the... He's done, all right? Stop talking about Joe Biden, I announced with great authority, not knowing how desperate the powers behind the Democratic Party were to not have, you know, Bernie, especially, or any other the, the other nut jobs. They really wanted the old guy. Um, so that's really, really interesting. I mean, there there's nobody out there getting credit for having predicted this. Um, and then, since they're about to swear in Kamala Harris as the vice president, let me look on the list where she finished in Iowa. Oh, that's right. She didn't run. She didn't have enough support to get to the first contest. And now she's in very old, heartbeat away from the presidency. (laughs) Completely unpredictable. If you, if you did, if we so need to fix the primary process. If you'd have told me a year ago right now, um, they were going, they're going to do an inauguration. There'll be no human beings there because we're in a lockdown pandemic nationwide. 400,000 people are dead. And oh yeah, they're going to swear in Kamala Harris as vice president. And I thought, I can't even like make up a scenario where that would happen. Yeah. What are you talking about? Stop wasting she my time. She quit before <laughs> Iowa. How is she going to end up being? Nobody was, likes her. She's a phony. And the stock market sets a new record every day. How's Trump going to lose? I don't get what you're talking about. Right. Do you want to hear Kamala? No. She taking the oath? Yeah, go ahead. That I will bear true faith. Her hair looks great today. That I will bear true it's faith and allegiance to the same. That I take this obligation freely. That I take this obligation freely. So do my aura. You get to choose who gives you the oath. Or purpose of evasion. If you're without the any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. That I will well and faithfully discharge. That I will well oh, will, and will faithfully you? discharge. Will you? The duties mm-hmm. of the office on which I am about to enter. The duties Is she going to say so help me God? I am about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. Oh, the, 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 the justice. This made her do it. The justice doesn't give you a choice. History being made, Joe, as the first female black Indian woman becomes our vice president. Lady, lady, lady. Um, yeah, how many boxes do you get to check? I don't know. Oh, you know, I just ran through the unlikely path that, 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 that the whole country has been on for the last year. I mean, you start from a year ago today and... You run that experiment a million times. You only end up here once, I think. All right. I mean, it's so right, yeah. unlikely. But she, her head has got to be about as spun as anybody else. If she thinks back a year, I had to make a phone call to all my employees and say I'm quitting because nobody even wanted me. Nobody, I didn't finish. Think I could finish in the top ten in Iowa, so I quit. Our problem is we have no support from anyone, <laughs> and I didn't think at the time it made any difference anyway because Trump was going to win, right? But because she checked boxes, she got the gig. Which is the the worst sort of like paternalistic, quasi racist, undermines people who've really achieved something. It's just it's awful. It's bad. It's bad for the country in a lot of different. You ways. don't think Joe Biden legitimately thought she was the best human in America to be the vice president? Zero chance. You know he's got friends from back in the Senate that are probably white males, but um, that he that he would have loved to have had at his side for all this decision-making and everything. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't, politically. Yeah. Uh, who's walking on now? We got uh, Jennifer Lopez. I was about to say, there. is that J-Lo? What's J-Lo? How'd J-Lo get up involved she, she's in this? She's singing. 
What's she singing? Canadian National Anthem? (laughs) This land is our land. Chinese Communist National Anthem? Wait a minute. This land is our land. That was old uh, Woody Guthrie, right? He was soft on communism. Ladies and gentlemen. Impeach! Alex Rodriguez's wife. Let's hear from her. J-Lo always looks fantastic. This land is your land. She should have wore that stripper outfit. This land is my land. From California to the you're the sort of person that cheers your state Forest. in this land. <laughs> Too much oil in the Gulf Stream waters. was made for you and me. You're Jenny from the block. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. yeah. I like this. I like this touch here. Wasn't uh, Woody commissioned to write this uh, when they expanded the national parks or something like that? I do not know. Yeah, I think it was a it was a government gig. I think she's going to take off that fur coat at some point, and then she's going to strut around like it's a halftime show. Disco oh, halls that descend from the rafters. <laughs> Please don't. And a whole bunch of all those Marine guys are going to strip off their jackets, and they're dancers. Yeah, and they're behind they're her doing the thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be surprising, Jack. <laughs> She goes full-on crotch-thrusting. <laughs> you have to go all the way back to the James K. Polk inauguration. The last time backup dancers were employed. <laughs> oh, it's a medley. Oh, and she's going to go. She's going to finish with Jenny from the block. If she doesn't, I'm leaving. <laughs> this is a nice little medley. I like it. I didn't get this kind of entertainment when I was at the inauguration four years ago. I don't remember who it was, but it wasn't at the stars like this. Scott Baio didn't do it for you. You didn't have Vince Vaughn sing and uh, Chuck Norris. I think Chuck Norris read a poem. I think that's all I got. And then kicked ass. Fantastic. Yay, she spoke Spanish. Whoa, multiculturalism. Uh, yeah. yeah. Our greatest strength is unity. I got a good thing on multiculturalism coming up for you, by the way, that will show you how stupid that is. I had a feeling she'd annoyed she would annoy me and, and, and it took a while, but yeah, sure enough. Bring it back, Mike. I want to see if she goes into any other foreign languages. Me I like the song, I didn't need the Spanish. Shouting. What'd she shout? You don't know, do you? Lady Gaga is ten times the singer she is. I'm upset that she got more uh, more song time. One nation under God with liberty and justice for all. Is that what uh, she said in Spanish? I don't know. See, that's the problem with going with multi-languages. Is a big chunk of the country doesn't know uh, what you said. Anywho, really disappointed the Marine Band didn't strip off their jackets <laughs> and start dancing behind them. Thought that's what was going to happen. So uh, now she flees, and Amy Klobuchar, who's the MC today, I guess. What's she going to sing? She, no, <laughs> she's going to introduce uh, the Chief Justice, who will administer the presidential oaf of office. Okay. <laughs> I said oaf. And we're to that point already? Apparently. Well, we ought to take a break. Do you want to hear it when we come back? Uh, sure. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, that's fine. I think Amy Klobuchar say, you only beat me by 2% in Iowa, by the way. You finished fourth, I finished fifth. You're the president. I'm the MC. Seems fair. <laughs> wow. 
That would be surprising. Uh, we'll hear the oath when we come back. Armstrong and Getty. We're going to rejoin the inauguration in progress. We thought we'd hear just at least the oath, and then I, I'm a little ahead of you here because I was watching it live. Amy Klobuchar, I found a little insufferable in her introduction, so you can look forward to that if you oh want boy. insufferable. Just to give you a visual of what's going on there, there on the Capitol uh, steps where a riot was happening two weeks ago today. Um, but they're about to bring out this ginormous Bible, and it's the Biden family Bible that they've had in the Biden family since 1893. Oh, nice. The Bible! That's right, sir. He was sworn in as vice president in 2009 and 2013, obviously, under Obama, and he used this Bible each time as a U.S. senator, which he got elected, like, what, 50 years ago. Um, it's five inches thick, this Bible. Look at the size of that thing. That is a really thick, oh, yeah. giant It's huge. But, uh, Large print edition for the 80-year-old. Is that what it is? The big it word? It makes a difference. Here we go again. Biden is going to take the oath of office administered by Chief Justice John Roberts of the Supreme Court. And his wife, the doctor, is holding the Bible. It's not a real doctor. And kids, they're taking off their masks. Boom! Your right hand. And kid was crying in the me. background. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute. That I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability, will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you, God. So help me, God. Congratulations, Mr. Thank President. Brief. President kisses his wife, kisses his daughter, kisses some dude. That's his son. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't see who it was. You can't say the new president just kissed some dude unless it's Pete Buttigieg. I couldn't see who it was. It's his son. Not, it's, it's not Hunter, right? Did you say, is that Hunter? That is Hunter. That is Hunter. Yeah. Where's Hunter? Oh, there he is. Um, <laughs> I thought you said Amy Klobuchar was obnoxious. And She's we going to be, and here she comes. Oh, okay. you're, you're about to hear from her. I just thought she was a little too in the the camp of gloating and rubbing it in your face for the 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 theme of unity that they're going with today, and you'll hear from Amy Klobuchar here in just a second. Joe Biden's got to be as surprised as anybody that he ended up president after running two and a half times and getting nowhere until right. he got to South Carolina about uh, last March. Um. So he's gonna. Do you want to dip into the speech in a minute just to get the flavor of it? She's going. No, we got to go to break. Unfortunately, but she's going to introduce him, and we'll hear a little of speech. Oh, we're not going to get to carry the speech. That's a crying shame. I got to tell you honestly, I have no personal interest in her speech whatsoever. I know what it's going to be. Well, it, I could it, write it, it out be for an, you. It, well, there could be surprising tones. What what tone will he set for the new administration? Hmm. You listen for those tones and let me know if anything happened. <laughs> Just I'm, I'm not a ceremony guy. I'm not a ceremony guy. Mm, apparently. I like a good speech. Good speechifying. I have books, collections of speeches. What am I doing? This is on tape. Let me skip ahead know. to Amy Klobuchar. Here we go. Though. I'll back it up because I want you to hear this because I thought it was way too gloating. Here's, here's Amy Klobuchar introducing uh, Biden. My fellow Americans, 
A moment we have all been waiting for. It is now my great privilege and high honor to be the first person to officially introduce the 46th President of the United States, Joseph R. Biden, Jr. See, I didn't like that. I don't like our fe- my fellow Americans. A moment we've all been waiting for. No, half the country is not waiting for this. And I don't think that's a moment of unity, which is your theme for the day. And I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the yay my side stuff at an inauguration. Yeah, yeah, I know it ought to be about America. Let's hear his opening line. Roberts, Vice President Harris, Speaker Pelosi, Leader Schumer, Leader McConnell, Vice President Pence, my uh, distinguished guest, my fellow Americans. This is America's day. This is democracy's day. That's a good tone. A day of history and hope, of renewal and resolve. Through a crucible for the ages, America has been tested anew, and America has risen to the challenge. Today, we celebrate the triumph not of a candidate, but of a cause, the cause of democracy. The people, the will of the people has been heard. And the will of the people has been heeded. We've learned again that democracy is precious. Democracy is fragile. It's it's a at this hour, my friends. Democracy democracy has prevailed. So we're almost out of time, and if there's anything exciting from the speech, we'll let you know what it was. But I do understand that they are going to refer to McConnell and Schumer as both leader. They're not going to go with somebody is the majority leader and somebody's the minority leader. Right, and they're working out a power-sharing agreement. Yeah, if you ever ended up with a tie vote, Kamala Harris would break the tie on behalf of the Democrats, but they're not going to treat either party as being in charge. Interesting. Yeah, I think so, too. It could be a good cooperative era. We'll have to see. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. 
Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.